You are listening to the Backstage Pass podcast, hosted by Hannah Trigwell and brought to you by Tommen. Marvin Streuter, hello. Hello. How are you? How are you? How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. I'm very fine. Weather's good. Um, yeah, couldn't be better. <laughs> and what have you been up to today so far? Um, cutting teasers for music videos. Um, yeah, that has been my day so far. I've been starting with that uh, late at night um, yesterday. And then I uh, I was cutting like until um, 2.30 in the morning. And then I started again at 7 in the morning. And this is what I've been doing so far until now, uh, which is um, 4.30. Wow. <laughs> so yeah a lot of teasers to come <laughs> wow yeah were you working late because you had like a a deadline for that um yeah i mean like the the music videos that the teasers are for are going to be released uh, uh tomorrow so uh one of them is including right. a lot of other artists so the management of the main artist has to send them out to all the other artists to get confirmation um so those had to be finished like at 12 today, midday. Um, so they have enough time to approve it. The other right. ones um, just during the day so they can post tomorrow when the video comes out. Wow, that's a lot of people to keep happy. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> a lot of changes to be made. <laughs> yeah, do you get a lot of changes from artists about like specific shots? Yeah, it, it really depends on the artists. There are some artists that... Um, have no changes at all with any project that we're working on. And mm -hmm. there are artists that want to change like anything or everything and, and want to um, take a look at every single shot that was taken to really know if, if it's the best shots in there. So, so there are really trustful clients and <laughs> clients that, that doesn't trust at all. Um, and, yeah. and what's interesting about this is that the uh, most trustful artists are the most successful a lot of times. So the most successful artists are the ones that um, just approve everything right away a lot of times. Why do you think that is? Do you think that's like a just an efficiency? Yeah. Maybe I, it's I, because I think, they're so efficient, I guess. I think, um, yeah, that, that has to be uh, an efficiency thing because... Um, you know they have to to approve uh, and work on so many things uh, every day, and uh, when when they take too long with approving stuff or changing uh, things over and over, they can't keep their deadlines and um, they are just not getting stuff out. And um, I know a lot of artists who really struggle to get their shit together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if you if you can't deal with with that, it's it's kind of hard to um, to keep going. You know, mm -hmm. so I think it has a lot of uh, a lot to do with efficiency. Yeah, definitely. Efficiency is kind of something that I think has to go hand in hand with like a modern day artist. But sometimes, I mean, I've met a lot of artists that I would, um, and myself sometimes to a certain extent, I would consider to be in some situations chaotic and. Um, <laughs> You know, just uh, the nature of like an artistic brain is sometimes just a bit all over the place. Um, mm -hmm. Do you find that to be a challenge? Yeah. Working with people like that? Yeah, definitely. Because I'm, or part of me is like that as well. So, um, you know, I, I really have to concentrate sometimes to not 
um, let myself go into that uh, kind of mood <laughs> to, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly what you said, to be all over the place and re really chaotic because that's just me as well. But at least I know that in some situations it just can't be done like that and then I, I can like pull myself together and um, <laughs> and get things done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's also, uh, also about, I, I think... Mm, yeah. Some people just, um, I mean, they know if they hire me, I will, of course, try to do the best job that I can do. And and they know, even if they are um, not focused themselves, um, they know that when I give something to them, I will have done my best to give them what what's what's best for them so they can just trust and without being focused themselves yeah. they can just say okay let's have him do his, his stuff it's his work he will do his, his his thing and then uh this works out and the other ones i i think there's not like the big difference between um the the how they are for themselves but how they handle it you know um because if it multiplies It just get worse and worse. Mm. Um, and if you just trust the person you're paying to do the job, it's um, it makes a lot of things easier for you, even if you're um, cha chaotic as well. You know, kind of hard to say in English right now, but yeah, I think it's it's not really about how how the person is, but how how because every artist is like this, or like 90% of all artists. Um, but it's about how how they handle to trust someone to handle their problems or their things. Obviously, you make music videos, but would you define yourself as a filmmaker over like an uh, an editor or a video producer? or a... It's hard to say. Somewhere in between. Um, maybe <laughs> yeah. I would consider myself a creative problem solver. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's sometimes what it is. Sometimes it's also because I'm I'm close to the artist. Sometimes I just need to be the connection between the label and the artist, or the management and the artist, whatever. Um, sometimes it's about that. Sometimes, um, yeah, it's it's. I also do f photography, um, artwork design. Um, I produce the videos. I film them myself. I do the lighting. I Do the editing. What's your favorite so. part of it? My favorite part? Oh, um, I don't really have a favorite part, but the best part is uh, when the moment when you feel that everything works out well and, and comes together and um, becomes a product. And this can right. happen in any process. This can also happen when you do the treatment and you feel like, oh, those ideas get together well and this uh, it, it just works. And those moments um, are the, the best ones. Can, can happen in edit or, or at the shoot if you just feel like, oh, yeah, I, I think we really got the shots. This is the shot that we needed for for the scene to work out. and Yeah. But but this can happen in any um, stage of the process, I think. It's quite a similar feeling, it sounds like, anyway, to when, like as a songwriter, when, when the ideas for a chorus or a hook come together and you're like, yeah, that's it, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I think so. Do you play music as well? Um Not really. I I'm aware of music <laughs> and how to 
yeah how to how to produce music oh, cool. um i just don't do it because i don't have any time yeah. um i'm not a musician in in terms of playing instruments and singing i, I just can't uh hit the notes <laughs> but i think like in theory i could <laughs> i could yeah, be a yeah. musician um But yeah, I, I used to make music uh, just for as a side project, but not to get anything out, just to have one thing that uh, where, where I don't have to uh, deliver because it's just for myself. I don't, you know, as long as I'm not doing it for anybody else and not putting it out, um, I can just make music for three hours. And if it's shit in the end, uh, nobody cares. And that feels good sometimes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hard these days with um social media particularly like when I'm making a song or whatever at home um if I don't share that idea immediately or on that day and I don't have anything like that I can show people like immediately for you if if you can play and then you just think oh that's sh oh, fine cool it doesn't matter if it's shit it's fine. Sometimes I feel a pressure to share something, even if I think it is shit, <laughs> just because <laughs> then at least I've shared something. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. I, I feel that. The problem is, uh, what, what I have is that um, I think when, when you're doing music for yourself and you, you just you have the pressure to, to put it out and to... Um, to just I don't, I don't know you, maybe you you want to get some feedback or you just want to say hey I'm alive I'm doing stuff um, yeah. the problem that I have is every time I do something I get paid for it and <laughs> you know that's a whole other pressure because <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. it, it's I, I, I can put something out that shit but um, that person won't hire me again I mean for sure maybe your listeners will quit listening at some point if you just put out shit as well. <laughs> <laughs> But I think that the... But I'm... Hopefully, if I put something out that's good after the shit thing, then they forget. Yeah, yeah right. But no, it doesn't yeah, work like maybe. that, does it? But... <laughs> But you know, if you pay someone, you want to get good stuff every time you pay for it, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I hate Absolutely. that pressure sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> How did you get into doing videos making videos as a career i don't really know it just happened some somehow i always wanted to um to do something like photography or filming and i just um for christmas all i wanted was a small camera um or uh, a new microphone or whatever something that some equipment that can help me do some <laughs> some youtube videos And then I started YouTube when I was 14 or 14. Yeah. And I first started doing tutorials where I showed how to work with Photoshop, for example. And then at some point, I thought it would be way more fun to do real videos. And so I had a good friend at school and we started to shoot whatever we thought was funny. And then um, <laughs> at some point, there was a... A rapper uh, that lived like 30 minutes from from where I lived and he said hey you look like you can handle a camera you can work with a camera do you want to shoot a music video for me and I was like yeah sure why not um, I was 16 at, at this point and then we met and uh, we, <laughs> we we shot a music video that was obviously not as good because <laughs> it was my first one but it was a lot of fun and we continued to do that Thing. and then he finally 
got a little more famous. Um, he got to know other artists, uh, introduced me to them, and then um, they asked me to do their music videos as well. And, and somehow like this, it just um, got bigger and bigger. And I, there was no point where I really said, okay, now, now is the day when <laughs> I start doing music videos as a job. Just um, I, I finished my school and then um, my parents uh, wanted me to to study, of course. And uh, I did that for a few months until I said, okay, um, it feels like I can I can uh, live off my music video thing already. Let's try to focus on this thing more. And then I quit the uh, university and um, mm. yeah, it, it worked out somehow. Luckily. <laughs> what were you studying at the time? Um, it was something like film. It's it, it's not really called film, but it's I, I think because it's not a, a, a film university, they they can't call that to to study film. But it's more or less studying film. <laughs> but they call it a okay. design audiovisual yeah. medium. So design of uh, audiovisual content. It's ah, okay. more or less the same thing, but it, mm, it was kind of new to the university, and um, they haven't had much experience. So I felt like um, I wasn't really learning much there. So um, I was meeting mm. some some friends, um, or I was making some friends there that, that I'm still shooting with. So was still good to do that to meet those people but i, I didn't really learn yeah. something there what about you did you study music or anything in music songwriting no i studied biology actually which every time i say that i'm like that's kind of weird isn't it but um it yeah i studied biology and and it's it's definitely a, a bit away from music but i i did it i did it because i didn't want music to become like a chore, like something that I had to do in a specific way. And um, and I did enjoy doing it, but it also, I realized that I didn't want to do it <laughs> by doing it. Yeah, sometimes you have to do things. To, yeah, <laughs> that makes of course. Sense. How, how could you know before? There's only so many times that you want to dissect something gross. And I was just like, I just had enough, so... I did. I finished my degree, but after that, I I went straight into music and just thought biology <laughs> isn't for me. <laughs> but it's funny, isn't it? Some people, I mean, most of the people mm -hmm. from my course have gone into things like marketing. Um, it is, but you know, there are so many things that I would really love to do at some point. I, for example, I would love to do gardening <laughs> for yeah. a living. I, yeah. There's so many things that have nothing to do with making music videos or anything media-wise. I'm just not going to do it as long as this works so well and this is so much yeah. fun to do. But I, I think, of course, you can have uh, different interests uh, in, in, in completely different directions. So, Did you, when you went to university and then you kind of went straight into filmmaking, were you kind of learning as you went or did you have a mentor no i i just um tried out things until it worked um and i had the luck to to 
I have been doing this since I was 16, of course, because in the first two years when I still went to school, I just uh, had no pressure to make a living out of it. I was just um, living with my parents, so I could yeah. just try out everything without any risk. Um, so at the point where I was then, I, I was 19 at, at this point when I quit uh, studying, I already was at, at, a, at a point where I knew what I had to do right. to make a music video work. You know, I, I think there's like the, the basic shit you, you can do that always works. And then on, on top of it, you can, you can do experiments and uh, just try out things. Um, but um, yeah, those things definitely come by, by, by doing it. You, you learn it by doing it, I think, because um, I know so many people that, that have studied this kind of stuff or learned it from uh, online workshops or anything like, like this. And when they get to a set, they don't know how to handle a lot of situations. And I think a lot of, um, or a big reason um, this all works out is to to handle situations um, that that can be really stressful. You know, if you get to a set and um, maybe it, it begins to rain and the artist is not happy with the makeup or one dancer is, um, I don't know, is, is a little late or an outfit doesn't work out, um, you need to solve that problem in, in order to make the video happen. And as long as you can't solve that problem, anything else that you have learned in, in you know, how to move the camera or how to do cutting or editing, it will not help you as long as you don't get to shoot proper material in this situation. So I think that yeah. it's really important to learn all the stuff in those situations. I mean, you can also learn it before <laughs> you get to do it and then learn learn how those things come together but for me it was best yeah. to to um have the real world it's hard isn't it because when you kind of teach yourself and there's no well i mean sometimes there is a, a blueprint but if there's no like set plan and you're kind of teaching yourself how to do something i know for me when i was teaching myself how to sing i I, I really did form a lot of bad habits that I had to break out of over over a course of years. But is that was that something that you experienced in filmmaking? Yeah, I I, I think of course because um, you know the the hard thing for me is always this balance of um, doing stuff that that you're sure will work out and do stuff that make it stand out, and sometimes. You know, if if it's a project that you're doing more for the money than for yourself, you find yourself just doing the stuff that you need to do to make it work out and not putting the effort in the stuff that make it stand out. And those are kind of bad habits that, that can develop um, <laughs> where you need, or where, where I think I uh, needed to take a step back and... Uh, say, oh, yeah, that's not why you're doing this for. So uh, I think this was a bad, bad habit that I developed um, like two or three years ago where I just, I, I recognized, okay, this is what I 
need to do to make people think, oh yeah, that's cool. I, I really like it. And that's it. And then I started to do that for a few months, which worked out good, but uh, I haven't been happy with what I've been doing at this time. Um, so I needed to put myself into a more painful process again. <laughs> Because sometimes, yeah, when, when it gets too easy, the result is just not as satisfying. I don't know. If, if I, I don't know if, if that is what you meant by, by talking about bad habits, but yeah, I think so. um, for me, that definitely has been a bad habit. Yeah. And also, I, I mean, like the, the baddest uh, habit um, that I have is probably that um, that I um, cannot um, divide or like like my personal life and my um, filmmaking life is more or less the same. Yeah. Um, and for me, that's great. And I think it wouldn't work any other way for me. But for my girlfriend or for my family... That's not good at all. And I think it's a really bad habit that I keep on working until late at night, every night, that I get up uh, <laughs> early in the morning, every morning, and that I do not do anything else than work because it doesn't feel like work to me because it's what I mm. would be doing either way. <laughs> so, but that's a bad habit yeah. if you ask people around me, you know? I think a lot of people who really enjoy their job would say the same thing as well. Um, and, and a lot of creative people, it's hard to, because you would be doing it as a hobby anyway, wouldn't you, if you didn't yeah. get paid. But also, it's not necessarily going to be something that your partner or your family is as passionate about. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a balancing act, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And I, I can't handle it, to be honest. Because <laughs> there are so many factors, you know. The, the one thing is that yeah. you just love what you're doing. Um, second thing is mm. you're always a bit afraid of not giving your best. And, you know, if it all works out yeah. so good, you just don't want to, um, to, to have it stop. You know, it's, you, you just want to keep it going and... Um, You know, as long as as everything works so well, you just want to be there. <laughs> you know, yeah. Keep going, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I probably will spend like way less time on a video than you do and way less budget in general on a video. Um, but when I get in like a flow of an edit and I can see what's coming and I'm about to like edit the best part or some part that's about to make the, the um, pace of it more exciting or and I can't stop and it feels like if I do stop yep. then I'll lose the flow I would go to sleep and then wake up and then get back to the edit and just think yeah. if I'd have carried on I would have stayed in that same mental headspace and it would be For amazing sure. and yeah. now it feels harder like yeah, jumping back into to doing it it's so frustrating isn't it but then you've got to actually look after your body and And try, if you can, to have a social life as well. Last year, I I don't think that I had any day without work. Um, and, in the whole year? You know, in, in the whole year, yeah. Do you and, not take um, any weekends off? or? No. It's just um, like, f for example, when, when I... Um, 
when we have our um, celebration day, my girlfriend and me, uh, we traveled um, to France last year, but still I was in calls for like two hours a day, made treatments and made cut, uh, made edits. So for, for me, like when I work four to five hours a day, it's, I feel really, really, really lazy. And even if it's like once in a, in a, in a month, yeah. And I really, I start to be like, oh, fuck, I didn't do anything today. Even if, if it was like four, five, six hours, I just feel so bad because I, I don't know. And, and then again, I think like, oh, it would be so great to have like at least a day off at some point. And then when I have like a few hours off, I'm like, fuck, I need to do something again. It's hard. <laughs> I feel very like I can relate to you in this because I've never feel satisfied either. Like if I put a song out and a video out, then it's done. Like it's over. It's done. If it's out, it's over to me. And I'm like, then what's the next thing? Uh, and it's it's like, yeah, yeah. it's probably not exactly. healthy, but I just can't stop. I think it's good to have breaks as well. I mean, I don't know. Do you have breaks when you're editing so that you can get like a take your head somewhere else and then come back to it sometimes? Mostly, or most of my breaks are um, long drives because I need to um, yeah. go to Berlin often or wherever I have to shoot. And um, the the drive is the time where I turn off my head yeah. <laughs> for a few hours and, and just yeah. be for myself and enjoy the quietness. I don't listen to any music when I'm in the car. I just en enjoy driving somewhere and not doing anything else. This is my my time off, yeah. It sounds like a, a meditation almost. Yeah, definitely is. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, I remember when I had the first music video where the song was successful on the charts was uh, about four a bit over four years ago a few months later someone sa says hey yeah that, that video you made uh, the song i heard it on the radio all the time and i'm like oh yeah that's cool i don't really remember that song <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's a bit sad because it, it all felt so special a few years ago and now it's yeah you just want to move on too quickly sometimes Can you take a little bit of time to to enjoy the success moment? Yeah, it's so nice to to do that. But um, yeah, I mean, like with the first successful projects, um, it's something uh, special, of course. But then you um, you meet people who had like twenty number one hits and. You recognize, okay, it's, it's yeah. not really that special, <laughs> you know. Successful music is <laughs> there's always ten songs in the top ten, you know. <laughs> it's it's not that special. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. True. It just felt special in the beginning. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Now I feel like when I get a top ten, I'm just gonna hear your voice <laughs> in the back of my head. Like there's ten top tens in the top ten. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> But yeah, it's true. When you were first making. Um, music videos what what kind of kit did you have uh you mean, mean production wise yeah um i was shooting on my canon 7d um and i had two soft boxes and this was what i was working with sometimes i rented a small crane 
this this was what I worked with. I had an uh, iMac from 2009, and this was my whole setup back then. And what kind of setup have you got now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, now I got my red camera and um, DJI Ronin gimbal, and um, I um, use. Ari Sky Panels for lighting and um, Astera Titan tubes. And um, I still use, a lot of times, I still use my old cheap lenses. Oh, really? Because uh, they are just so handy. Yeah, yeah. Because I've been shooting with uh, anamorphics um, for a few times and um, it's just really expensive to rent them. Often they're just um, really heavy. And um, in the end, um, a lot of people don't even like the look anymore. So okay. um <laughs> makes sense to stay with my own. You know, it's an efficiency thing again, but um, some videos um, are shot with, with one lens. Or a lot of videos actually are shot with one single lens or maybe like two. But I have, sometimes I just switch between two uh -huh. lenses during a whole video shoot. Because, um, you know, when, yeah. when you find or when you have found a lens that works good in like 80% of all situations for you, uh, why should you change it? <laughs> yeah, true. I, I know it, it, sound, it doesn't sound professional, but... Um, You know, if if, if uh, I'm working on a gimbal, I just would have to recalibrate the gimbal all the time. Yeah. Um, and and for what? <laughs> no, because yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's just uh, if you're storytelling, that's another thing. But um, you know, performances in music videos um, can mm. can be made with with that one or two lenses that I'm using most What's of the time. What's that one special lens for you? My favorite special lens is um, the Sigma Art uh, 18 to 35 millimeters, which has an aperture of 1.8. So it's pretty um, pretty good at, at dark um, situations. Um, the amount of zoom you can get is just what you need for most shots because um, 18 millimeters is pretty wide angled and 35 is you, you know you can get every shot up to like this uh, framing with a 35 millimeter lens um, and still looks good and then um, for everything that uh, needs to be closer I'm using a Canon uh, 24 to 105 millimeter lens which can get me the close-ups This nice. is what I'm using most of the time. And then sometimes um, when I need to go wider, I'm using the Sigma Arch 14 millimeter lens, which is also, um, I think, 1.8 aperture. So they're all um, pretty light. And this is what makes them so usable everyday shooting. For syncing up footage with the, the actual like m music... WAV audio file. Do you use like an onboard microphone to, for your camera? Um, the the Red actually has a really bad microphone built into it, which I okay. uh, can use for that. But um, over the time, because Reds didn't always have the internal microphone, and so I learned to read lips pretty good. And um, I, um, I basically I can just see five seconds of the clip. And I know exactly where it belongs because I can read the lips 
of the artist and so often I don't even listen to the audio and just sync the the audio uh, the the right. video by um syncing the lip lip movement <laughs> it always frustrated yeah. me like I used to watch the um music video channels you know uh like MTV and there was in the UK there was hits and something I think it was like TMF I can't think what it was called um but sometimes you would see music videos that were just not in sync. You know, one funny th uh, story is uh, <laughs> that um, sometimes I <laughs> I forget to bring my Bluetooth box uh, or speakers, my Bluetooth speakers oh, yeah, yeah. to the shoots. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> sometimes we play the audio from an iPhone <laughs> and like put it into this thing a hood yeah the hood of <laughs> really? the artist yeah we had like for for nico santos play with fire this was like a thirty thousand euro production but we didn't have a bluetooth speaker so we just played back the audio from his <laughs> oh phone God. in his hood yeah wow <laughs> and it worked yeah you've yeah. never guessed <laughs> yeah it's, that's and, crazy as long as no no one from the label is around <laughs> it's it's all good <laughs> because yeah, you, you don't want to seem that uh, unprofessional have you ever had anything really crazy go wrong yeah of course yeah i uh a lot of things uh, one time i just um totally misplanned the budget and i also trusted people um and their um uh, what they said that it would cost to build a set and uh, okay. they promised me to build a set for I think three and a half thousand euros and then in the end it was like 15,000 euros and 50? Mm -hmm, yeah and it, it all got wow. way too expensive. <laughs> three and yeah. a half thousand euros to 50,000 euros how does that even happen? Um, transportation <laughs> then it all had to be built up and uh like torn down in the end and right. um yeah I, everything got way too expensive yeah i, I don't know uh because they do this like all the time and i don't know how how they could tell me they would be so um I, I, maybe they just wanted the job and they said yeah it's no problem we'll we'll do this for three and a half thousand and then, yeah and then it just <laughs> got out of hand and um yeah <laughs> and was the label just cool mm. to yeah, we we split the costs. Label and me, we split the costs. Yeah, right. Do you have management for stuff like this? You know, someone who can like manage and be the bad guy, or do <laughs> no, you I have, have to be, to the, be bad guy. the bad guy? I, I have a um, a producer working for me, like I, um, an employee um, that is producing since um, half a year now. Um, I, I originally wanted her to be more like a, an assistant, but then uh, we found out that it works better if she's producing. So that means she's organizing stuff, talks to people, finds locations, um, you know, deals um, prices with them. And uh, I, I have uh, Stephanie's her name, and and she does that or most of this stuff for me now. Um, but in the end, she's not really managing she's just she's really good with people so um she can you know if you want to find dancers um for like in half an hour 
she'll get you dances in 30 minutes. And I don't know how she does it, but she's, she just has some kind of magic. <laughs> um, wow. I, I don't know. That's yeah. someone you need on your team. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm really happy to have her on the team. Uh, so that's really cool. Oh, hi. How are you? Hi, thank you. And you? Yeah, I'm good. We were just talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, we we were talking about uh, producing music videos, ah. and uh, if uh, I have some kind of management, and then I said that you're not a management, but you're still <laughs> you're um, keeping trouble from me by finding locations, people, dancers, actors, whatever. That's, that's and um, <laughs> 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 oh, she she is still is the girlfriend of an artist that I used to work with. Started working for me, and cool. that was it. Yeah. That's nice. That's nice that it was like organic like that. Yeah, because, you know, I, I've been working with other producers before that I um, booked for a project and then for the next project and then I booked a different producer for the next project. And it's um, way better to have someone that's always around you so you can always be in touch and uh, have the same creative vision um, without always, you know... Um, needing to check if if someone is available and then first um, brief them. Yeah. It's cool that she's around all the time. Uh, if you're a person that um, can uh, easily trust managements with handing your career over to them, kind am of. Am I? Yeah, I, I think I am. Um, I think it's good to have like a really open, honest conversation with management so that you both know what each other want from the situation and, and what you think is the right thing to do. I think, like, I'm definitely open to um, critique and because I want to be better in, in like, every aspect. If there's, if there's an area to be improved, I'm, like, definitely open to improving that. Um, and I think that when you're working with someone who's got more experience than you in a certain area, it would be silly to not, listen to the advice uh yeah <laughs> like you can choose then whether to take it or not <laughs> i mean but i think always listening is is just is really important because otherwise then you you know you're working with someone who's who's got experience if you're not listening to what they've got to say then then what's the point really <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah but i don't have a manager right now so right now it's just me in my own head going this is what I think you should do. This is why I think you should do it. <laughs> and I'm close to my label manager who's at my distributor and, and mm -hmm. getting her feedback on stuff is really mm -hmm. good for me. A lot of my friends don't work in this industry or and don't work in creative <laughs> industries, actually. And so I don't necessarily feel like I can talk to them about stuff because... <laughs> some of my creative decisions they'd be like why did you do that why didn't you just do this and and sometimes it's it's yeah. hard to explain yeah i see the reasons to someone who's not creative if that makes sense i'm sure there's things in in their jobs as well where they're like you wouldn't understand this and i <laughs> and i wouldn't <laughs> so so that's why they probably don't come to me about problems in their jobs either but uh but for other like non-work stuff we can talk But for my my musician friends, I find it like I love getting feedback from people who aren't working in music or who aren't working in video because that's 
really the majority of people who are going to be consuming whatever I make. And I think it's good to get feedback in that way. But for like technical ways to improve music or video, you've got to get advice mm. from people who, who yeah, do that, yeah. who like make that stuff, right? Do you share a lot of your work with, um, you know, like family and friends before anybody else sees it? No, never. And also when, when it comes out, I can watch it for... Uh, a few months um, because I always am afraid that I'll find something that I don't like when it's out and then I can't change it so uh, when, the editing would never stop would it yeah yeah <laughs> so when someone uh, puts on a video that that came out shortly before I always leave the room and I, I don't want to see it and I don't want to get feedback yeah. <laughs> because it's out either way yeah. so yeah <laughs> but are you doing your own music videos um, because like um, budget wise or also because you don't want to hand it over to someone else because you already got the vision of how you want it to look or just because it's also fun to do? It's a mixture between it's fun to do. I really mm -hmm. like doing it, um, but also budget wise, because I'm trying to, I want to be able to put a single out every like, six to eight weeks mm -hmm. and so if I was spending a lot of money on a music video per single that would add up to a crazy amount in the year so mm -hmm. it's kind of like a budget thing and it's kind of a I really enjoy doing it I have worked with video producers before on videos where most video producers that I have worked with before have had great ideas and I tend to just go with it or like have ideas of my own and stuff but like I've, I've worked with some really talented people that I'm like yeah wow this is amazing let's go for it let's do it and usually video producers have better equipment than me as well <laughs> so the whole thing tends to look a little bit better than what I mm -hmm. could produce myself um but it also costs a little bit more so but but yeah. makes uh makes perfectly sense less expenses and and more fun to do it yourself <laughs> yeah right that's what i was thinking unfortunately we are out of time but before we say goodbye i wanted to ask you what is your track of the week my track of the week is actually um kill jay-z from his album 444 which is three years old approximately okay. now um, because nice. i just found it this this uh week Uh, again, I, I used to, to listen to the album um, when it came out um, and I, I uh, was on the concert in Las Vegas and it was the time uh, we, we talked about before when uh, stuff still was a bit more special than now. So um, I just <laughs> refound this whole album and um, uh, when I heard it, I, I was getting um, in the mood of of when I when it first came out and I think it's a great album and um it's so it's it's cool that it's really self-reflecting and um I, I think it, it's one of um the best Jay-Z albums in the last 15 years probably in my opinion nice <laughs> and what is the best lesson that you've learned so far in your career the most important thing is to um to have fun Uh, when when you're doing what you do because um, it always gets better and you always find 
um, better solutions and it's more fun for everybody to work with you and it just um, it, it doesn't work out as good when you're not having fun while you're working and um, to have this as the highest priority that that I and of course everyone else uh, on the set is having fun doing the shoot um, and that this is like the thing that stands above everything else and then <clears throat> there's the rest to come but but I think this is the, the most important thing that I've learned um, that it should always be the number one priority to have everybody in a good mood yeah I think this is the, the biggest lesson <laughs> I hope I get to make a music video with you one day because I feel like that'd be great it would be really fun <laughs> 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 I think so, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, it's been so great to speak to you. I hope you have a great day and I'll see you again soon. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks for tuning into this episode. Be sure to hit subscribe and leave a comment to let us know what you think. And I will see you next time on Backstage Pass. <laughs>